This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Hello and welcome to the Born Plant Podcast. It's me, myself, Dave Thomas, along with Jamie Nobum, Chris McGee, and Tim Azarana. And uh, we're going to talk some outdoor photography, uh, a topic that we love to do around here and have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, recently, uh, Tim and myself were just on a photo shoot last weekend. Tim, what did you think about that shoot, bud? It was good, man. You know, I, I think that, I think the biggest thing about all the photo shoots is that it uh, it, it gets us a chance to uh, get out and do what we love, which is being outdoors and you know documenting what we're doing out there. Capturing so, the moment. yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun. I mean, we had uh, it was decent weather. You know, it was it wasn't the best. It wasn't sunny, so that makes it a little bit challenging when you're trying to get the right lighting. Um, but it, I mean, all in all, it was it was great to be able to just get out and uh, get some good pictures. I know we tried some new stuff this this uh, <laughs> this uh, so this last this, photo shoot. So this photo shoot was fun because a lot of reasons. First off, No Boom here was up north uh, with his family on so Father's he Day weekend. Wasn't there, but he was taking pictures. I will give him that on his own. <laughs> Is that what made it fun, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> Chris was on call, so he was not in the area. But that's okay. I'm sure he was could still have been worse. Half my pictures could have been blurry. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, dang, that's a shot to the hot. Um, so we were testing on a new lens this weekend, and the first uh, 40 shots Tim did were out of focus, but that's okay. It was not my fault. It was it was out of focus because the viewfinder was out of focus. It's true. Would, I don't know. You would think that you know, I would look at that, but it looked, it looked good to me. I don't know. Maybe I need glasses. So when you do outdoor photography, it's a little interesting. It's a lot of detail. In the backdrops, the what you're looking at, and we we don't really do like green screen photos like some people do. We don't actually take a subject and put them on a fake background. Generally, I'm not saying we've never done it, but generally that doesn't happen here. And uh, so that being said, our team, our Boner Planet Media team, which is most of us here, are busy a lot of times doing photography for outdoor companies in this industry. Um, actually, a lot of them. So it's sometimes when you see these images on Instagram, it's possible we took that picture. I mean, it's just uh, part of the part of the business we do. So. But in saying that, we had a lot of fun this weekend. Uh, it was Father's Day, and so we decided for Father's Day that we, were, John, Cedar, uh, Tim, and myself are going to go out and uh, do some pictures. And basically, to be honest, just kind of get out and have a good time. You know, just enjoy enjoy the outdoors, get in the woods for a few hours. And in fact, Tim, I was very surprised the mosquitoes were not bad. They're, they're, I didn't. I barely felt them. I, didn't feel I, you know, I sprayed. I sprayed. But even when you spray normally out, out when you're out in the deep woods like we are, it doesn't make a big difference because yeah. you're still going to get them. But I didn't really notice them much at all, so it was good. So um, I surprised the guys with uh, Bloody Marys. They were very happy. Uh, I came with a Yeti full of uh, ice cold Bloody Mary mix, and uh, <laughs> that, was that was fun. That was that was cool. And uh, um, we did some drone work. Did a too. lot of drone work. Good. Test out some the new drone we got, and uh, we did some. Um, 
different types of photography that we don't usually do. We worked with a lot of fog machines and uh, different kinds of things along those lines. Uh, but the fog machine is an interesting concept because uh, a lot of times you go out there. The last time we did it, no, boom, you were there, and uh, it was very hard to work with because you get like a burst of fog, uh, what you would call fog, and it doesn't really do enough, you know? Like yeah. I almost felt like... I don't know how they do it in the movies, you know, because, like, they get that thick fog in the movies. And I'm thinking in my head, like, how do they uh, – they must have a huge fog machine, right, yeah. to be able to push that much fog. Or, you know, well, I think actually they're in controlled environment, too. too. Yeah, yeah that's it. I mean, and that's what makes it challenging is, is – absolutely what makes it challenging is the wind. Because that wind can shift on you in a heartbeat and everything that you're working towards so that one shot's gone in a second. Yeah. So. It, makes it, it makes it fun, though, because you, you, there, there's an urgency to the photo shoot, which, yeah. which makes it fun. Um, you know, I, I think it's always great that, you know, you can look back and see these awesome pictures that you, that you took and, uh, just you capture that one moment in time, but there's all that work that goes behind that oh, one yeah. moment and all the stress That's the and funny everything. Part, right? and, the funny know, part is the people who are online on Instagram, Facebook, who, who double click and like a picture on Instagram have no idea mm-hmm. how much blood, it. sweat and tears it took to get that one little image that you quickly scan by and double click. Oh. I mean, it is literally, uh, you know, I you know I try to treat the photography like a piece of art. And a lot of the images you see for us aren't just taken. They're actually done in post. Uh, I'll take in the uh, paint shop, uh, not paint shop, but uh, Photo. Photoshop, thank yeah. you. Lightroom, Photoshop, all those good things. And I'm, I, Honestly, one of those pictures could take me usually 10 to 20 minutes to edit. But if I want to get detailed and play around with sun and rays and flares and lights, it could take two hours to do one photo. Yeah. And, you you know, you factor, they double-click it that fast or scan through it, don't even double-click. It's like, ah! <laughs> so it's it's nice to see, like, these big-name companies, you know, the Lindsay Way, you know, Heartland Bowhunter, take, you know, double-click on our pictures. You know, that's saying something like it's good quality. You know, it's something that they approve of. You know, that's huge. Absolutely. And, Chris, you see it most. Chris does a lot of our Instagram and Facebook photography that you see that's on there. Not only does he help take the pictures in some cases, but he's posting our pictures at, at all different times. So, um, yeah, and so Danny, is it Dan Ferris is on there? Dan and Ferris a whole bunch of great there. people who are amazing photographers um, out there who are getting it done. Um, yeah, I think it's fun. To me, it's fun. So like, when I get home, the first thing I do is upload those cards to Lightroom, and I like, you know, I'm like all excited and geek. Now, <laughs> see one. Like, it's like opening up a present. It is. It is. It is. Day almost. Yeah. My wife gets so mad at me. She's yeah. like, "Wow, you already were gone for four hours. Now you're down there." <laughs> I for just three? gotta upload them. <laughs> I know. That's what I do. I try to upload them first, and then I leave it and try to go do family time yep. and come back. But I'm all excited, like it's something that came in the mail, you know. <laughs> so I get down there, and then I I load them, and then I start working through them, and I'll go one by one because I'm just excited to see what came out of it. What? What the? <laughs> Good job. Jamie, Jamie just passed out. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> He's alive. <laughs> From this weekend, the the, two, the most exciting I w- excited I was was the fog stuff we worked with, and then also the ones I did with John in the log that you actually walked back for in time. Because when I saw the picture, I was like, you know what? Just take some snaps of me with the sog knife because we're working with the sog and trying to get some of these pictures. And I stabbed it into the tree in the in the the, the, the deadfall, and I just put my hand on that green which was the moss yeah. and it just looks so sweet to me and like i want i'm actually might enlarge that picture you know because i think it'd be cool on a wall of yeah. uh, just this hunter sitting there you know next to this tree with a bow in their hand it just looks so sweet you know in fact i mean for me i mean a lot of the guys here at some point i have like a my mini studio in my house as a i have a lot of, of our photography on the walls because i enjoy it so much because there's just so many beautiful imageries images that 
Um, I have one of John by an old um, barn. Yeah, an old the honey we saw it this yeah, weekend. That old honey blind. Yeah. It looks so sweet. So yeah. I got to put this in my. I, gotta, I like looking at it, you know. <laughs> but anything with Nopum's face, I just throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's another thing is that, you know when you're taking these pictures, you got to be natural too. Mm-hmm. You know, we, it's hard to do. It's, it's, it's some guys do. are like you know almost look like you, you know you got a little constipation going on. Or <laughs> you're looking straight at the camera. You're clenching you cross your cheeks, like trying to be serious, like you're hunting. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and, and guess yeah. it's not that serious. There's you know? an art to it, and I think yeah. the art is you just you just don't worry about the camera. You just do your thing, and right. then whatever happens happens. Because that's been the biggest issue I've seen with our team and bringing new people in is people get very nervous around cameras, whether it's a picture or video. Yeah. Video, you can tell, because then they get all clammed up. And then... <laughs> That's <laughs> all fixed. Point in, no boom. But, uh, no, for pictures, <laughs> totally different thing for pictures, because, you you know, you, you can get away with it but you just you know it, it's on them right because if they try to pose it, it doesn't it's work both right. ways, you can't i think pose. that's the thing totally is, it, is it comes from both sides of the camera because you you on the one side you, you you're the one in front of the camera where you have to be aware of your body language which mm-hmm. is which is a huge part of it you have to feel you have to be naturally you have to feel naturally you have to think about like when, when you're looking at something how are other people going to see that mm-hmm. on the other side it's about getting the right angle, getting the right lighting, and the, I think the biggest Clarity. challenge that I love is the variety and, and trying to challenge yourselves for, for that next great shot. Because once you yeah. take it one time, it's great, and it's a great picture, but when you do it again and again yeah. and again, you get bored of it. And yeah. so you're always looking for like that next that next angle, that next idea, that next thing that's going to just really kind of like capture the image. So. The one thing I can say right now is that without a shadow of doubt... Getting you and the rest of this team to Northern Canada for a photo shoot is going to be absolutely unreal. It'll be like nothing you've ever experienced, Tim. And on top of that, not only the hunt's going to be fun, but the photography is is like mind-blowing. Like My mind is blown when I'm out there. I'm like, I don't even know where to start. There's rock structures. There's pines. There's aspen aspen rows. Just aspen. Like you don't see any other tree but aspen. You Huge almost run. Rows. You almost run out of equipment to shoot. Yeah. I know like, you got. We, we took a hundred yeah. shots of this. You know the, of the same equipment, and like you, you kind of you just want to keep. Well, that was like that beaver up, pond so. that we found when we went to Canada. I mean, how many pictures oh, yeah. did we take at that beaver pond? Oh you yeah, know, thousand it, pictures. The picture to, to me when I look back to Canada, like uh, two, it was like three years ago now, or two years ago, two or three, yeah. two years ago. The the thing that I I remember the most is the sh- photo shoot with um, Jamie and Corey and mm-hmm. Cedar, but mainly with Jamie and Corey when they went out into that marsh mm-hmm. and those pictures. I look at them now and I'm blown away by that picture. I mean, I can't believe that I even took that picture. I I, I look at it and go, I could never take a picture that good because I mean it's it's gorgeous. Like they're in this middle of these water. They walk through water yeah. with their muck boots. They walk through all this water to get to these little islands. And then the backdrop is just unreal. It's like these huge pine Canadian mountains. Canadian landscape, man. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and then, like, you got all this, like, uh, undergrowth that's, um, when you step on it, this is going to be bad for you, Tim, because your ankles, but when you step on it, it's like stepping <laughs> it's on a pillow. On, like, so it, it moves. It moves. Every step, you feel like you're on a pillow, and there's no sound. So when you think about a bear coming through the forest, you don't hear, it. You you don't hear, hear nothing. It. You wouldn't even hear it if it was on dry land, but yeah. in this situation... You couldn't even hear Bob walking up on you. Yeah. That's my point. Well, I think I think it also absorbs the sound. It absorbs mm-hmm. it. It's so just, it's not it's, it's not even like you know you, like you said a you wouldn't moss. hear them normally, yeah. 
but you know that that moss would absorb the the you know just the ambient sound around as well. So. And I tell you what, man, the funniest thing I ever seen. And I don't know if you've seen this, Tim. I don't think you've seen it. Was No Boom's first attempt to shoot a bear with the compound? He was shaking so bad. No, he was like, he's like. <laughs> Freaking out! <laughs> I had to stand. I had to stand. I picked a. Were you with him? No, uh, no. I got the video. Oh, the GoPro. I picked a stand that had. You had to stand up because there was a rail. Yeah, there, was like, Tim, I'm there was like no window. <laughs> they, they just could have been much worse. I, I could have shot an eighty pound bear. It could have been worse. Let's do that. Okay, I'm fine with that. I took the, the title from Bob, but the it was a giant. Wait, wait a, a minute. Nice, comfortable sitting shot. Where so you can, you is your boo boo hat? That's yeah. all I want to know. Threw it out. <laughs> that boo boo hat's gone. <laughs> You're never gonna see. Good, that I got again. the perfect replacement. <laughs> never gonna see that boo boo hat again. Yeah, and after I sh- after I shot it, I mean, oh my god, I shook for like half an hour. Couldn't even pick up the camera. No, what, what, adrenaline I mean, was rush it, was, was just. Was it the rush. excitement of the shot, or was it? Or was well, that was like the first time I ever seen a bear the in the wild. The no, I don't know if it was fear. Was it was scared. just. I was just so excited. I'm like, well, here it is. Here it is. Because I didn't. I couldn't hear her at all, and she circled me. And comes in and start eating, and I'm like, "Oh, here we go!" And I stood up, and I mean, my adrenaline. Yeah, just he was. Pumped. He was like, I mean, the video. I was like, "Oh my god, he's not gonna hit it if he tries." But, so I, I had no lane. <laughs> so what happened was, is that I used a crossbow for the rest of the hunt because I used Kevin's because he already shot his got bear. Scared. And I'm telling you, I had nothing when I put that thing on the rail and just sat there. I was good to go. That's good. And that's tree stand hunting. You got to. Yeah. Try ground, ground blind. Yeah. That's a good point. You've got, a, you've got a bait pile sitting 10 yards in front of your ground blind. <laughs> and they're growling. coming up. <laughs> they're coming up five yards from you and they're yeah. sniffing at you. Sticking their chopping head up their, in there. Popping their jaws. It, that is a trip. A Bob, are we, are we all set for 2018 to go to that back to the fall? we got a lot of guys going. I mean, do we have enough room? Do you know? Have you heard anything? Or got to talk to Chevy. Dave Chevy. Sure. Mike Avery, you know? Mike Avery, all those guys will be there, and I we got to make sure we have spots. I think we're going to need at least ten, mm-hmm. ten probably, ten spots, guys. If you're listening to this, we need ten spots, Ronnie. Get it done, son. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but back to photography. I think uh, you know the other thing people don't think about is the lenses, uh, the cameras themselves. You. You know, you can use a cheaper camera. You don't have to have, like, a, an all-out camera. You need to shoot in raw format. If you don't know what that is, that's when you go to your settings, shoot raw. It took me about three years to learn that. Well, and that, that's if you're going to do a lot of post-editing. Correct. Good point, yeah. Tim. Yeah, if you're just going to take the pictures you want to post them for fun, you do JPEG yeah. all day. You're right. Because even when I take my family with kids and stuff, I always do JPEG. Right. <laughs> I don't mess with raw in that situation. I only do raw when we're doing it for clients. And when it's, I want, if it's a landscape or something, I think I might print uh, if I want to print it. Because that's going to give you a lar- larger image, a lot more capability to change it or alter it in any way shape or form you want well I, you know i think what's really what's really awesome and kind of how you see in the industry go is is like other industries especially the videography industry is that they become so consumer friendly so it's it's no longer you, you need a college education in photography to take a good mm-hmm. picture i mean if you you can learn it there's a lot of content out there um, the equipment's become easier to use the programs have become easier to use and uh, quite frankly, I mean, even if you're an amateur photographer, there, there's there's apps on your phone, there's you know computer programs that are free that that can post production make pictures look amazing versus what their original what their original image looked like. So. It's called the iPhone era. 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the yeah. iPhones, the Samsungs, they've all done a great job of the picture. Now, there is a difference. I think people mm-hmm. don't realize that. So Tim here specifically has a Samsung, and he, he loves to take pictures. Put on my Instagram. He has a special account he uses for his uh, travels around Michigan here and there, and he takes it with his phone. They look amazing. But what people don't understand is when you see it at that uh, an Instagram level, no problem. It looks absolutely stunning. Right, because your you images are so compressed. cannot blow it up. No, it's a very right. tiny that's image. So right. people don't realize that their iPhone images are not professional images mm-hmm. because you cannot expand them to be a magazine or a... Um, even eight by ten might be okay, but it'd probably be stretching it. I don't think it's going to give you. Yeah, I think you're even. T- I think it's even tough to get it up to an eight by ten. Yeah, I think, I it's think small. it is. I think, you know, like it's, it's, it's your standard. Six. Yeah, it's your, your four, four by, by six. Four yeah, whatever. four by six. You know, standard standard photo. You know, anything bigger than that, um, you really need the you really need the the compression of the pixels. Um, so you're you're only going to get that in your in your mirrorless you know type of format. So. It's uh, but it, but I mean regardless, I think I think the the key to it is if you have fun. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about, you make man. It fun. That's that's what it is to me. To me, it's about memorializing, you know, the moments that you have, whether it's here, whether it's whether it's with family, whether it's a vacation you're taking. I mean, it's just about having fun. Absolutely, man. I, I you know, the thing is, we've played with, and over the years, um, we've probably went from uh, three hundred dollar cameras to six thousand dollar cameras in our process that we've been doing here. And I can tell you, I mean, if, if, you, if you're out there and you want to take good pictures and you want a quality rig, you know, uh, at, a, at a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not a prosumer. Portable. It's not prosumer. It's not pro. I think it's prosumer. Mm-hmm. But it, it, that level of the T6i is what I'm mm-hmm. getting at. Yeah. So whatever that one great is, it's, it's, it's the amateur level but the top of the class. T6i would be a great camera. Now, don't get me wrong. You can take anything with a T3i. Uh, T5i, the T6i, any of those are fine for raw images if you want to take some pictures. You're going to get great quality. Um, you step up into the full frame with the 6D and Canon. This is all Canon, sorry, Canon line. And from there, you go to a 5D Mark III, 5D Mark IV, 5DR, 5DS. There's a lot of options there. But um, are they better? Absolutely. I'm not going to tell you that it's not better. If you can get a 5DS, 5DR, 5D Mark IV, 5D Mark III, there are better cameras all around. They're magnesium. They're water, uh, weatherproof. There's a lot of reasons to get a good camera, but there's also a huge price difference yeah. from uh, four grand down to uh, $1,000. The one I recommend the most to people is the ADD. That's a great, great rig. And the, that, previously the 70D. Not ADD as in like attention deficit. Though. No, no, no. AD is an 80D <laughs> by Canon. I cover both of those. <laughs> I think you can get it at Costco nowadays as yeah. a package too. So it's a great camera. You can do great video with it, great pictures. Uh, people... Um, you know, and then you can have fun with it because you have the um, you have the Canon EF lens line, which mm-hmm. is huge line, and they have Sigma, t- uh, Tamron, uh, Canon themselves. There's tons of varieties. Well, I think that you you just said the word is that when it comes variety. to lenses, it's it's all about the variety that you have. Personal because, preference too. Well, and part of it, but the other part of it is is you know again going back to going back to getting those different angles, getting those different shots. It's about the lens that you're using in a lot of cases because, I mean, a lot of cameras, they're all going to take a great picture if it's set up right. Um, but it's, it's, the, it's the lens that you're using that can really <coughs> capture the moment in different ways. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I think this weekend we proved that by yeah. playing around with a different lens than we normally do. We purchased another lens. But the, the problem with the lens is 
you can get cheap lenses, but you know you can also get good lenses, and so it can cost you unlimited amount of money. Realistically, I mean, <laughs> the lenses cost more than the camera. Every mm-hmm. time we buy a lens here, it's like literally a thousand to two thousand dollars per per lens, and um, which is why I don't want to loan it out to John Cedar. <laughs> but John can afford it if he breaks it. But we did. Oops. Uh, come on, John, give us that. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean, those lenses are, are absolutely amazing and they do do a great job. And, you know, it's because of those lenses that you get different pictures and different angles, different images. Um, mm-hmm. You just have to be aware of what you're using. Now, box lenses are okay, there's nothing wrong with them. You're going to get great video on them, you're going to get some decent pictures. Um, are they the best? No. It's come to sharpness and clarity and crisp. You're not going to get that on a cheap lens. You're going to get that on a red lens, yeah. a white lens. Well, I think you know a lot of people ask too is like, how do you how do you go from from being an amateur photographer to the next level, right? And I, and I think that really involves learning your equipment, getting you know? out in the like, field, playing around, messing around with it. Yeah, and I, it, yeah, and, and, what and one step what. more. I mean, you get the raw image, and you can edit the raw image. There's so many things you can do with the raw image, but if you're not shooting in raw image and you're shooting in JPEG. Um, you know, some format that's not as editable as, as a raw image could be. Um, a lot of it has to do with learning the equipment and learning the Aperture settings on speeds, your equipment. You know. Yeah, and what's right for the situation that you're in. And I think that's where a lot of people get caught up. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where the industry has really, you know, moved forward. And in, in because, to be quite honest, if if you want to buy a $600 camera, you, you can great you can take great shots in a, in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. If, if you have the right settings on there and the auto setting itself, it's not going to do you wrong. It's going to do pretty good, but it's not going to take you to that next level. Right. I think that's the thing is it, it's just like hunting. You know, you, you can have you can have a bow, but if you don't know your equipment, how it works, when you know when when to do things, when to not do things, that's where it's really going to take you. The next and that's level. what I like about when we do these photo shoots because you have people that don't regularly take pictures. Mm-hmm. They're usually in the pictures, and then when you say, "Hey, grab the camera," they may get a great shot, yeah. and that's just yeah, sometimes trial I have my know? dad try it. <laughs> it's trial like, and error, though. Yeah. Hold know, the button down. <laughs> well, and some people are better than others. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is the is the a lot eye of creativity and, you know, in you the can eye. See and, the, you can see the image and all that kind of stuff. You know, me personally, growing up, um, you know, my my dad was he he still to this day he's a professional videographer. That's what he does for a living. And you know, growing up, that was my job. I worked with him. I you know, from the age of thirteen all the way up till I was through college. Um, you know, shooting weddings, shooting commercials, doing all that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, you really, you really kind of get familiar with the picture first. Mm-hmm. And, and I think placement is huge. Mm-hmm. I think where you know your your subject is within the frame yeah, is going to make or stuff, break yeah. a photo mm-hmm. more than the angle that you're at, more than you know the post editing, more than the lighting, more than anything else. You can have the best looking image. But it's going to be nothing if, if your guy's looking to the left-hand side and you have him all the way over on the left-hand right. side. I mean, because then you have all yeah. that dead space. So I think, I think composition is a huge part of taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Absolutely huge. I like our, what our um, ambassadors have been doing. They've been yeah. taking some, yeah. some That's great. great pictures. Yeah. No, kudos yeah. to them. Absolutely. You know, huge shout-out to them because yeah. their pictures, I mean... I look at some of them and it's like, yeah. wow, these are yeah. you know quality yeah, pictures. Some of them are filling up the folder filling with them up and eighty pictures already. I'm like, man, that's great. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly. I mean, yeah, that's what we want is you know yeah. them to be able to you know go out with their phones or right. their cameras and get better at what they're doing. And that's what we want for them is for them to promote their lifestyle, their their mm-hmm. you know what they're doing out in the field, capture their reality. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think they've been doing a great job at Excellent that. Excellent job. So. Yeah, and we've already had companies share their photos. So mm-hmm. which, I mean, really that's cool. amazing. Yep. 
and that that program has come a long way since we launched it here uh, a couple months ago. I mean, we're up we're up to uh, well, almost a hundred ambassadors now, and uh, so keep it yeah, going. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's awesome. If, you, <laughs> if everybody out there, if you guys have not checked it out, I mean, you can go to you can go to our website, bonerplanet.com. Um, take a look at the ambassador program. You know, we encourage you. There, there's a lot of great benefits to being in the ambassador program, um, from discounts to giveaways. Kabam! Do I mean it's just it, it's a great program that we launched. That's really a, you know our Kabam. goal. Our goal with it is <laughs> is really to change the industry. Um, you know, in, in regards to getting people more involved with each other, because I think mm -hmm. I think a lot of times there's uh, there's too much competition. At times, in regards to like, you know, I'm going to compete with my buddy. I'm going to compete with you, and and we really want to bring that community together so they can share everything. So there's my commercial. Sorry, I went off on a little <laughs> tangent there. Everybody's looking at me like, shut up, Tim. Hold on, we're going to wait for Dave to to Dave to get a, a little uh, limerita. So there you have it. I think we had a good conversation about photography. If you guys have questions, let us know online. If you have other tips or something like that, go on the Boner Plant Forum. You can leave comments there about what you want to see or hear on the podcast. If there's anybody you want to hear, uh, any guests or anything like that, let us know. We're always working on new people, and we got some really good uh, lineup coming up here um, with Boner Plant. And, you know, the nice part is, is we've been able to get, like, industry leaders, not just in celebrities, but also in the industry, presidents of companies, marketing directors, People who are getting it done for you guys, um, that's what we want to hear and that's what we want to see. You know, We want you guys to be able to experience for yourself uh, who these people are and what makes up these companies. Um, just a lot of great people. In this we industry. want to bring them to you. I mean, we want to bring, we, like I said, we want to bring everybody closer together. And there you have it. So we'll see you guys next time on the podcast. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHB. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.